When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah! Look, I don't know about you, Al, but the drug education of the 1970s and 80s was very effective with me because I assumed if you smoked PCP, like we were just talking about right there, that the very next day you were going to jump off a building and that was the end, that you would go insane and that was it. So it worked for me. And then I saw Training Day, which brought up that clip right there. But I'm feeling better. We've had the Dodger fans call us a little bit. They've talked me off the ledge. You've talked me off the ledge a little bit. Got to listen to my guy Mark Loretta get a game-winning hit against the Cardinals back right. in 09. Right. Feeling better. Okay, here's the thing. I'm not I'm not trying to undermine how nerve-wracking of a game this is for Dodger fans. Of course not. The you know, like you mentioned this and and this is something that we've hit on a lot. It's one game. You lose mm. you lose against the Marlins 4 out of 7. You lose against Arizona. It happens. This it is sure just does. part of, you know, part of baseball. But the thing I didn't like about you was you were making it even worse for yourself. You're playing Look, old highlights like you're reading articles from when they've lost. Reading old love letters Travis from the, exactly. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. That's not going to help you. That's Look, all I'm saying. Look, I emotionally, I'm not in a good place. You're a wreck. I, I'm, I'm, I want this to go well for so many other re- for so many reasons, but I just yeah. it, it didn't have to be these guys. I just I really almost it, the Giants are worse. We'll get to that if, if it goes this way tonight. But the Cardinals just kind of have me feeling a different way. You ready for your bonus? Asks Lee. Sure. All right. This is from Big E. Follow up. Does he give chocolates with those flowers? And if so, what kind of chocolates? Is Lady Slee a fan of the sweets? Um. Okay. If you got it, there's a certain chocolate. I want to say it's called John Kelly. Does that does that John Kelly? I don't know it, but that doesn't like that. mean you're wrong. There's a there's this like small boutique place. Ooh, yeah. In Silver Lake, I think it's like a French place. Somebody that sells one, and then there's these freaking chocolates, which. It's uh, are it, they like six bucks a piece? Oh, yeah, no, it's just you're, you're walking in there like no, that's it. You're you're Here's screwed. Two. It is That'll John Kelly, John Kelly, bucks. but they're unbelievable. Okay. Like I might have eighty percent of the chocolate. I give it to her as a nice gesture, but when it's all said and done, I probably have most of them. <laughs> that's exactly how it's supposed yeah. to work. And then one from Big E to me, I'm sure Travis is going to go off on those pieces pizzas due to his emotional eating tonight. And yes, it's pizzas. I'm going to have. When, some when are you? Okay, I, I got a couple questions. Okay, here. so. First pitch is at what time? Five-ish. Yeah. Maybe probably 5.06 or something, yeah, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Okay, so 5 o'clock. Five. Let's call it 5. What time do you get to the bar that you go to? So because it's an early start, mm-hmm. I don't think I have to get there uh, you know, super early and stake my claim because people are at work still at 4. Okay. I think we'll get so there. you get there at 5? Qu- quarter to 5. Okay, 4.45 you get yeah. there. Yes. Are you nervous enough to where the food part of things is it? Because no, I, I'm I know not that nervous. <laughs> I can muscle through that part. I'll tell you something. For me, you know, I, I'm celebrating more after a game. It's after the game where I'm eating right. I'm eating good. But during a game, if you're going to tell me you're having three slices of pizza and Scherzer's throwing nine pitches, why are you presenting this like it's an either or scenario? <laughs> it can be both. I'm gonna I'm gonna stress you during the game. How are you comfortable during that? I'm very uncomfortable morning, noon, and night, so it's fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna have the pizza during. Do you pace before? No, 
No, I'm not a pacer. I just I'm gonna talk a lot. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna probably send you a bunch of texts that mm-hmm. you're gonna get very sick of very quickly. But I'm I'm nervous. I'm are not you, are you gonna mix some hard liquor in? No, the place where yeah, okay. Is it this just may, beer and wine? This may be a sign of a problem. I'm just putting this out there. I texted my buddies this morning and said, "You sure we want to go to that place? They don't have any liquor." So it's just beer and <laughs> it's wine. Just, it's a beer and wine place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So nah, yeah, I, I, I would I'd do some liquor. I would do some hard liquor. I am going to be home by 2.30 so we can see what we can get started beforehand. All right. Uh, Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Rams on the road tomorrow in Seattle against the Seahawks. Seahawks 2-2 two and two and feeling pretty good about themselves. The Rams 3-1, and one, I think, also feeling pretty good about themselves, even though they had a clunker on Sunday against uh, Arizona. You and I are in a little bit of a different spot. You, you, were, you were saying yesterday – that you think if the Rams go in there tomorrow and leave with their second consecutive loss, that the first five games of their season has been disappointing? I, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't go away from that at all. No, I, I just, I think if you would have said at the beginning of the season, here's your schedule. Here are five games. Three of them are against Seattle, Tampa, and Arizona. Mm-hmm. Do you want to take three and two? I don't think they would have taken it. I think they want four and one. But if that's what it ended up, you don't feel like, uh-oh, what's going on? I think you can live with it. So maybe the scenario is a little bit different if you're asking me before the season started. But when you come out the gate three and zero oh, and you take care of Tampa the way you did, and all of a sudden it's not a question, well, you know, is it between three or four teams that are the best teams in the NFL? No, no, no. The, the the Los Angeles Rams, that's the best team in the league. Look at the way they handled Tampa. Look at the way they handled Tom Brady. They could have put up 40-plus points if they wanted to. You started that way. Mm-hmm. Then you had this game against Arizona. You know what? Maybe Arizona becomes an outlier. Maybe Arizona, that when they get a chance to play again down the road, the Rams are going to remember all those moments. They're going to remember Kyler Murray. They're going to remember some of these other players looking into the fans uh, around SoFi Stadium, tell them to hush down over there, keep it down. Maybe they remember that and they, they send the same signal. But if you do lose to Seattle, which I agree with you, this is an incredibly tough environment to play. It's a divisional game. It's not a big shocker if they lose to the Seattle Seahawks. But if you start out the season 3-0 and then lose your first two divisional games, uh-huh. I, don't know, I, I don't know how you're making the case that that's not a disappointment to start off it, the season. It's, it's a disappointment in the, the sense Rams. that you're 0-2 in the division. I think that they're good teams. They're, they're wouldn't, again, it, it depends a little bit on how they look. But if they go up to Seattle tomorrow and the game 27-24 to and the Seahawks kick a field goal with you know two minutes left in the game I get to it. win, I'm not coming out and go, oh what's going on? Because I think you're right. I think last week against Arizona was – Arizona's pretty good. Rams were flat and they got smacked. You can kind of smacked just, four quarters. Right, Let it on. go and, yeah, and, and get it, over it. Yep. Okay, whatever. It's not wasn't our day. Keep it moving. That Seattle scenario is not a, a disastrous scenario. Now, where it would have been weird had let's say you win the first two, you get beat by Tampa, smacked by Arizona, and now all of a sudden you go up in Seattle. Now it's like we've played three good teams and we've lost to all of them. They beat a really good Tampa team. It, it has more to do, Trav, what just happened three days ago. That That's that's what – it's you lost to Arizona, the way you lost to Arizona, the fact that walking into that game the question was, oh, McVay right now, no question about it, he's the coach of the year. Matt Stafford right now, no question. And then by the time that game was over, you flipped it. It was all Arizona's the team to beat. Uh, it's true. Kyler Murray is the kind of lead, lead he, he vote getter for lead MVP guy. or whatever best the case odds. is. Uh, or best odds. But I will say this, you know, if you go to – Go to ESPN right now. You know they do the matchup predictor, mm-hmm. so they predict what percentage 
both teams have. Have you looked at it yet? I haven't. Okay, so uh, can I guess? Yeah, what percentage do you think? I'm, I'm going to say it's really close to fifty fifty. Forty nine point eight to forty nine point eight. They have a point a tie. four a percent tie. Yeah. for a tie. Yeah, right. They so always forget about the tie. So it's literally right down the middle. Yeah. Have you seen the odds? I, I, have I, I not do seen know the line. What I, think is the, it? I want to say the Rams are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Is okay. that what it is? I, I'm not sure. I uh, the not last I looked, and obviously these things are fluid, but they were a one-and-a-half-point favorite the last I looked, which means on the road in Seattle on a short week, they must think the Rams are better than Seattle. Because look, here, You're right here, about here, that. No, I agree with you on that. The reality is the Rams played on Sunday. Practice Monday, Tuesday. They're traveling today. I'm sure they did a walkthrough or whatever this morning, so you'll get a little something, or maybe they'll do it once they get up to Seattle, something. But you're talking about a two-day turnaround, basically. You have two days of prep to get ready for this. The, this Seattle has a whole extra day because they're at home. I get that. You're right about that. They have the extra day. They also were on the road in San Francisco. I know it's a it's a much shorter distance, but it's not like they have to travel to Buffalo, and no. Buffalo is coming off you know, playing – they had six days – something like – there's going to be some similarities with that schedule anyways. Go back to Kyler Murray for a second. Mm-hmm. Is he one of those guys that you – because I, I can't quite put my finger on it. He tore the Rams up on Sunday afternoon, the team that I care the most about, the team that I root for, the Los Angeles Rams, and I wanted Kyler Murray to have a bad game, but there's something about him – that I really enjoy watching. Oh, I find I'm myself rooting for I'm a him fan. when he de- when he's playing anybody other than the Rams. I find myself. Why do I like Kyler Murray? Is it just because he's little? Is that it? Because there's no underdog factor to him. He's the number one pick in the draft. He won the Heisman Trophy. He was a first round draft pick in Major League Baseball. The guy has been given tools that are falling out of his back pocket. Why do I find myself rooting for that guy? I think it's unique. I think it's unique that he's carrying an Arizona Cardinals team. I think it's unique that, like you said, his stature. What is he? Five eight, five eight at best. Maybe okay, five eight at best, and. Um, the way he just went through arguably the best team in the NFL. I mean, there's something to that. And, and I think, you know, maybe it also has to do with if he's doing this in New England, you're probably not rooting as much for him because you're like, okay, this is a franchise that has a lot of success. They've been good. Um, but he's doing it for some random team. Can I give you a, a, a random example? Mm-hmm. Why was I rooting for Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks the way I was? Here's Trey Young. Listen, he was known in college. It's not like nobody didn't know who he was. He was the number five pick in the draft or four, wherever he was taken. But he's such a – wait a minute. This six-foot dude is is bowing to the New York Knicks, Madison Square Garden, tell everybody, hey, the show is over. You guys can go home. <laughs> yeah. I, and it's the Atlanta Hawks, and it's a random team stature, that you don't expect. Maybe, maybe it's just little guys against big guys that show us. But we Steph Drew, Drew was Brees. like this. Steph was like this in the yeah. Uh, you but know, when but he was Steph was going. also just doing stuff that was so remarkable along the way. Because like Drew Brees, not a big guy. Mm-hmm. I never, I didn't dislike Drew Brees, but I never found myself rooting for him. And yet, I find myself rooting for Baker Mayfield. I don't yeah, care I about the Browns. Okay, I was, but I was going to say, does it have something to do with the squad like that those they're playing on? Commercials, <laughs> those are funny. Those are bad. <laughs> those it are might have good. something to do with the squad that they're playing on too. Is he the best quarterback in this division, Murray? Because you've got you got Matt Stafford, who's been around a really long time, yeah. played really well. You've got Russell Wilson, who's won the Super Bowl, been to another one, and still is the guy that scares me the most. But it, it, today, as we sit here, October 6, 2021, is Murray the best quarterback in that division? So this is why I find our this division so fascinating. Because Kyler Murray still has got to go play Seattle twice, right? And the Seahawks still have to play the Rams twice. And San Francisco, you're going to be at San Francisco. This is what makes, when you ask that question, what has Kyler Murray done over a 16-game, now 17-game schedule? Russell Wilson's done it. 
Russell yep. Wilson has won a Super Bowl. Russell Wilson's been in these tough playoff games where he's won on the road, he's won at home, all that stuff. Kyler Murray right now, what, what you're looking at, Trav, you're looking about how fantastic one player is through four games. Go do well, it all season yeah, and do some stuff in the playoffs yeah. as well. I'm I'm not I'm not jumping that far. It's it okay, let me paint a picture for you. Rams are down or excuse me, Rams are up two mm-hmm. points. The other team has the ball on their own ten yard line. Yep. And there's a minute and a half to go and they mm-hmm. got a couple of timeouts. Mm-hmm. You can pick who's going to be the quarterback yep. on that other team, mm-hmm. Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson, and you're trying to win the game for the Rams. Mm-hmm. Who are you putting back there? I'm putting Kyler Murray back there. I am too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, we've seen it with Russell Wilson. We've seen it, right? I, I've been there. I've done that. If Russell Wilson tomorrow decides, hey, it's been a great career, we've we've watched Russell Wilson do it plenty of different times It any stake of the game as well, but I, I, I get what you're trying to say with Kyler Murray. He's an exciting young freaking athlete that you're rooting for in a, in a weird way. It's it's interesting because in that scenario, you're basically making a decision between do I want the guy that scares me more as far as popping a big play, Murray? He could take he could run for sixty yards, right? Or am I picking the guy that I'm, that I know I know is not going to make a bad decision because Russell Wilson may make some plays. He may not, but Russell Wilson is going to do that thing where, Oh my God, did you see what he just did? Why in the world did he spike the ball or throw it away or not call timeout? Like he's not going to botch the mechanics of the moment. I'm not sure if Murray's been through it enough to do that. This is a bad example, but it's almost in pitching, right? You want Scherzer on the mound for this one game because he's done A, B, C, and D, or you can find the hottest pitcher in baseball but hasn't been in any of those playoff situations yes. yet. So I think that's the comp that I would have. All right, Russell Westbrook has a movie coming out? Is that what you told he's me? He's got on? a documentary coming out on Showtime October 15th. Am I going to like it? I, I I watched the trailer. I thought it was incredibly interesting. He was asked a question, and we're going to we're gonna play this in just, uh, in just a couple of minutes here. He was asked a question about what to expect, and he talks a lot about he thinks his reputation. It will tell his reputation better. All right, we're going to talk Russell Westbrook in his movie. We're going to take these phone calls. We're still loaded up on Dodger questions all over the place. Dodger thoughts, where are you watching? Superstitious, scar t- We got we got a million Dodger things going on. It's all coming up. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. You ready for some good news? Sure. You look like you're ready for some good news. Yeah. I, I, I need good news. Even, even if you're not, okay. I, I, I need some to feel a little bit better about what's going to take place this afternoon at Dodger Stadium. In 19 plate appearances, okay. Trey Turner against Adam Wainwright is slashing 421, 421, 526, and 947. Those are all fantastic numbers an OPS of nearly a thousand an on-base percentage of over 400 a batting average of over 400 that's in 19 plate appearances that's not you know he went two for four in one I mean that's yeah. that's 20 games right or should not 20 games yeah. 20 plate that's five games you want another you want another uh, great piece of news. good news yes he's two grand slams in the last three games not off Wainwright he didn't 
This, that's the part. You have to flush all of this stuff, Al. I don't you think have you have flush to flush it, all. it. I don't think you have to flush it. Has a hit, at least one hit in his last six games against Wainwright. That's good news. Seager's batting, what we say he got on 10, base 46% of the time yeah. in September. OBP is 46 uh, You don't think that something? can count into this game? I really that momentum I think counts. I, I, you and I are on different pages on that. I really don't think. So. I, look, I'm glad he's hot. I'd rather him come in hot than ice cold. I'd rather have the yeah, Corey that, Seager that, factor and than that's all I mean. Chris than Taylor, right? Yeah, that's yeah. All I no, mean. I, I do, but not anything more than that. It's one lousy, stinking yeah. day. One which game scares for me both to death. Let's try Arnold's a phone call here. Let's dogs. go to um, Santa Clarita and Kyle. Kyle, you're on with uh, Travis and Slee. What's going on? Hey, guys, this is Tony in Santa Clarita. Oh, my bad, Tony. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Not a problem. Travis, let me let me explain to you. I'm a huge Dodger fan. Let me explain to you why. I appreciate these Dodger fans that are trying to talk you off the ledge, but let me explain to you why you should remain on it. Okay. okay. It's, it's not helping. Because this isn't I believe, okay, I believe in karma. Me and too. all year long, all year long I was screaming at this Dodger team. They had this stupid... <laughs> And I'm a big Dodger fan. They had the stupid uh, last year asterisk World Series, 60 games. I'm sorry. In my opinion, you got to do it in 162. And they had the stupid, you know, 60-game World Series hangover. I kept hearing April and May. It's only April. It's only May. It's only April. It's only May. There was a level of complacency with this team that was driving me crazy all year long. Back in the first half of the season, they were playing like they didn't care. And the Giants, all season long, played like they did care. Okay? And this Tony, team- I'm going to jump in real quick because Trav's giving me facial expressions that uh, I'm, I feel like I'm going to just kind of mediate this thing. And I'm going to let you continue your point. They won 106 games, Tony. 106. What more? I mean, when, when you say they were complacent in the first half of the season, they won 106 games. But I, I will say this. If it's coming down to this one game, go handle business. You got Max Scherzer. You got all these other guys that you and I are sitting here and saying all-star, MVP, this. Go down the list. Hall Cy fame. Young, Hall of Fame. <laughs> you got everything in front. You're going to have 50-plus thousand fans at Dodger Stadium. On your side. The Dodgers did not lose the division. The Giants took it. The Giants freaking took it. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say, Trav, but it, when yeah. when I hear that they were supposed to win one more game against Arizona Look, in this time of the year, something along those lines, okay, you can make that case. They won 106 games. T- Tony was talking about something that didn't happen. Yankees are the ones that yes. shouldn't have been in a wild card because yes. they only won 90-something games. And they put together a softball team. <laughs> You're going to have to play some baseball at some point. That's the and complacency y- yeah. you should be talking about. You, you cannot say the words they didn't care about a team that won 106 games. They, look, they, they tied a franchise record for wins. They didn't care? Come on, man. And and look, if you want to throw cold water on a 60-season World Series cha- – 60-game season World Series championship – Go ahead. I choose not to. I, it, that means the Laker championship yeah, doesn't count. It, it, that look, means any if, shortened season in any sport yeah. doesn't count. If it was so easy, then why did the Dodgers? You know, it, it is the same. The Dodgers didn't play sixty, where everybody else played one hundred and sixty-two. So if Braves win that yeah. series four games to one, then yeah. what? It, then it, it's Atlanta I, deserves I, it, doesn't deserve it. He didn't help my anxiety, but he he actually made me look at this a little bit more analytically, right? Which is. The Dodgers were supposed to win about 105, six games, and if they everything broke right, maybe they could get to 110, 111. Well, everything didn't break right. 
They had a lot of stuff broke wrong for them along the way, and they still performed. The Giants didn't want it more. The Giants had a season that is mathematically impossible to quantify. They were, this is a team that's supposed to win like 78 games, and they win 107. That's not because they tried a little harder. Come on, man. You had guys like uh, Brandon Crawford, Brandon Belt, Buster Posey, who were past their prime, mm -hmm. put together all-star caliber seasons. This would be the equivalent if Clayton Kershaw showed up next year and struck out 280 guys. It just It's like, huh? I mean, cool. Take it. But it didn't just happen to one guy. It happened to three guys. Mm -hmm. It's happened to that entire team all season long. This is not a matter of want. This is a matter of the Dodgers basically playing about where you thought they would and the Giants kicking out kicking their cover. Perfect example. Let's say the Dodgers won 95 games in the regular season. I get what he's saying. Sure. Let's say the Dodgers, there were times where you know, they would go on some type of a, a long losing streak in the month of September, and they really just kind of decided, you know what, let's just take our chances in the play Lakers, for example, this past season. Yeah. It reached a point for the Lakers. They're like, just get in the playoffs. Sure. We don't, we're sure. done with the regular season. Just get to the playoffs, try to get there healthy. And some of that wasn't under their control. Dodgers won 106 games. Now, if they lose tonight and all of a sudden your season ends – you can point the finger wherever you want to. I, I think, you know, really ultimately at the end of the day, most people are going to point as baseball just change your format. So you, you're doing this the coming. right way, and I think that's going to come too. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Cars, homes, boats, motorcycles, RVs, and more at Progressive.com. I need to be in a better mood. Tony didn't help. I'm going to try La Jolla and Ryan this time. I have faith. Ryan, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? What's up, guys? Uh before I get to my Dodger comment, just happy pumpkin everything season to you guys. <laughs> of course, um, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm with you, buddy. <laughs> uh, no, so uh, Max Scherzer, we've all seen him pitch in the playoffs the last few years. He gets angry. I don't know if he's tweezing his nose hairs between innings, but an angry <laughs> Max Scherzer is a good Max Scherzer, and I think that's good for the Dodgers tonight. Um, I, I had a quick I, – I shudder to think this is the last game I'm going to see our guy – Seeger play in a <clears throat> excuse me a Dodgers uniform, but I had a quick scenario. Uh, Turner has next season. Uh, both Turners have next season with the Dodgers, and Seager's a free agent. Trav, is it possible that Seager at six four two twenty is the is the third baseman of the future for the Dodgers, and Trey Turner is the future shortstop after next year? Uh, love you. Hear your thoughts on that later, fellas. Yeah, thanks, Ryan. Um, it, it's an interesting idea. I, I think that's a that's a question better asked of Corey Seager and Trey Turner too, right? Al, I mean, this is this is not unlike the Anthony Davis at the five thing, right? And, and basketball is obviously different than baseball because you can move around the whole uh, court. But if you go to Corey Seager and say, "Hey, listen, we want you back. We're going to pay you the the market rate. You know, we're going to give you your thirty five million a year. We'll give you five years. We're gonna we're gonna make your financial dreams come true." But here's the rub. We're thinking maybe you would be better suited at third base in the long run. That's a Corey Seager question, right? The Dodgers can offer all the money, and, and if they want to move him, it's up right, to him. Does Turner want to play? Or right, because you're thinking, like, Trey them. Turner's mm -hmm. our shortstop moving forward, but, you know, we could put you over here one more year. We'll, we're going to move you, but Turner's going to that's, – that's the question you have to ask him. Only he, it, it works for me. If he wants to play third, great. Let's do it. Let's How party. How did they get Turner in that deal? It doesn't make any sense at all. Other than they've got do, do you a, realize, a line do you share of prospects. As great as Max Scherzer has been for the Dodgers, and he's been unbelievable. Last two starts, um, he has not been himself, but he's been unbelievable. We've probably talked more about Trey Turner over these last two weeks, no question about it, than we have Max Scherzer. 
they picked up a guy that might win the Cy Young mm-hmm. and a guy that should be an MVP consideration and did win a batting title. That's who they, and they traded minor leaguers for. Minor leaguers, good ones. Gray and, and, and Kyber Ruiz, good ones. Prospects. But you're all in right now. <laughs> Absolutely. Right now, that's and the right they thing had to the do. Prospects. Look, the mm-hmm. Dodgers run it. You can't ask them to run it any better. The problem is they only have to play one game today, and it's scaring the you-know-what out of me. I don't like it. I'm getting nervous. I need Factor Cap as a palate cleanser. Oh, by the way, gonna... Westbrook at 11. We'll talk Russell Westbrook yes. coming up at 11.45. And I need. I have Uber questions for you, Al, that we're going to get to in Factor Cap. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. There's going to be a meat pizza for sure, and then there'll probably be another pizza that's got some peppers and onions and veggies and things like that. But there's going to be a meat-heavy option. I'm not here to call anybody out. Okay. But this morning when I got here, I put my lunch in the refrigerator. Yes. Went back, looked about 10 minutes ago. My lunch is gone. It wasn't me. I have a feeling <laughs> you did some incredible amount of damage during one of the breaks you went in there no. and you went to work. Look, I, I don't like to say nice things to you very often, <laughs> but I like you enough to not eat your lunch. <laughs> I think that's a fair can assessment. I tell, can I tell you a funny story? One time I had a drink in there. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say the name, okay? Had a drink in there. And it was, you know Like in a glass or in a can or a bottle? or can of soda. Okay. It was like a sparkling water or whatever. Okay. There was only one left in there. There was just one left It was yours. Okay, it was mine. (laughs) During one of the broadcasts, this is a while back, during one of the broadcasts, I see an individual drinking that only can that was in there. I never said anything. Uh, see, it was nice kind guy. of awkward. It's terribly awkward. What am I supposed to Why say you, right there? Um, that's not mine, is it? That's not the one you pulled out of the fridge that was mine. Couldn't is do it? it. It's so obvious that it's like I'm thinking in my head. Let's say as an example, let's add a 12 pack of soda in there <laughs> yeah, or something like that. Take a can. Okay, somebody takes a can. It's the last <laughs> can in Aggressive. there. Gone. That's it, when that's when you put a sign on the door of the refrigerator saying, Emily, "That's my label everything. If Emily, it's labeled, it's Emily, not yours." I was watching the individual <laughs> drink my can of soda. <laughs> that's when you shame them afterwards. That's when they kind of been like, "Oh, never no. brought it up." Okay, never brought it up. So, uh, Steve Mason, Mace. He uh, he's a big Dodger fan like I am. Yeah, as he, big as he, they come. He just texted me. He's saying, a little stressed out. I'm on the ledge with you, Trav. <laughs> One game, flip a coin. Yeah, Mace gets it. It's not that I don't. It's not fifty fifty. It, it's not fifty fifty. Sixty forty. I think it's probably more like 65. 50, I think it's like 55-45. I think the Dodgers are the better team. They have a statistical advantage. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. 
With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. That Cardinal team has good players. They're going to throw a good pitcher, and and the Dodgers are too. The Dodgers have great players. The Dodgers have a great pitcher going. It's the randomness of one dumb night. That's the part that's scary. Not that I don't believe in the Dodgers. You know, I believe actually, Trey Turner's hot. Seager's hot. It's one stinking game. You know why this is actually a good comp for this? This is a bad comp. You can't actually say Game 7. That's not a good comp. You want to know why, Trav? Mm. Think about this. When somebody says, oh, it's like a game uh, like a game seven, it's not. Because you got to face that other squad six other times. You right? got a like, feel. You got a chance got to a see. Feel. Okay, I know what this guy likes. I know we got to watch out for this. This is a, You're right. you just pulled up to the gym. Yeah. Okay? You're, <laughs> you're grabbing five yeah. dudes. I'm like, I don't even know what's going on with oh, the other squad over there. It is a mess. Travis Slee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. It is time for Factor Cap. Since we're talking about baseball all day today, I'm going to go out with my favorite baseball movie. So, A League of Their Own is the best baseball movie. Alan, is this Factor Cap? It's so good. It's great. Baseball has done such... Remember when I was trying to make the case that I couldn't even sell myself that NBA or that basketball made the best movies in sports? No. By the time I was done talking, I was just... I <laughs> Listing was baseball for anything. movies. I was pulling for anything. Just Eddie. Anything. <laughs> Eddie's their, pretty good. League of Their Own is uh, such a classic. It's good. I'll tell you one that just kind of makes me takes me back to when I was a kid. Sandlot. Great movie. So high on my list. Great movie. Moneyball. Boy, another fantastic man. movie. Um, or the, a couple of the ones that we were, uh, I know we were shooting You mentioned earlier. Field of Dreams earlier. Field of Dreams one. little syrupy for me on that one. I'm going to go Sandlot. Sandlot, that's my that's my movie as a kid. I'll still go with it. So, League of Their Own is a really good baseball movie. It has Gina Davis, so check the box. I'm, yep. I'm all in at that point. Love Gina Davis. <sighs> Such a good movie. It's got Tom Hanks, who I love. Check Madonna. the box. Eh, I could do without her. <laughs> I, I don't Madonna was good in that movie, too. She was fine. She she can't act a lick, but that's another story for another day. She got awards after uh, awards. <laughs> no, no, she she actively tries to ruin the movie with her acting. She you almost have to close your eyes like that part's not happening. But it's great, and it's got David Strathairn, who's really really good. It's just it's just a super movie for me. I'm gonna go Bull Durham because mm-hmm. it's it's not just about it's about minor league baseball and all of the degenerates that consist and make up a minor league baseball team. Every last guy on that team, the overly religious guy, the overly sexualized guy, the guy that believes in witchcraft, all of those guys exist on every baseball team, and I absolutely loved it. So I'll go Bull Durham. All right. So a lot of things happened with Irvin Meyer over the past few days. Like what? I'm- we, I think we all know. So you would you still... You guys are chickens. Both of you. <laughs> you would just breaking down the film against upcoming game against the Titans. Yep. Uh, you would still take Urban Meyer as the head coach of USC. Travis says factor cap. Uh, it's, it's, it's cap. I, I, I was on the Urban Meyer thing for a while. I put it to you this way. If he came to USC, there's no question in my mind they'd get really good really quickly. He knows how to coach college football. That's been proven in Bowling Green, Utah, Florida, and Ohio State. He wins 
everywhere he goes in college football. He's radioactive right now. And SC's got some stuff that's on their plate that is also radioactive. They don't need to add more plutonium to their palate. Uh, no, that's Cap. He's not coming to SC. Okay, it's not just Cap. It ain't happening. No, it's, it's not. It's not happening. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think, you know, it, we don't see it too often where a coach is in the NFL for four games and there's a list of about 35 mistakes that he's already made. Yeah. Right, four games in. He made uh, mistakes before they played a game. Before they played a game. I don't know what happens. I don't know if he gets to week eight. I don't know if he coaches the rest of this year, but I don't think anybody would be surprised if he's not the coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars by the time the season is all said and done. If even a remote chance that the conversation started, can you imagine Mike Bone? Coming up it's, and addressing all these it's, USC it's fans and the boosters and saying yeah. Urban Myers no. coming to USC, it, it's not didn't happening. Didn't yesterday Shad Khan uh, statement read like, "Hey, you guys got to give me a couple more days so my lawyers can figure out how to fire this guy"? No, didn't that's what it felt like to you. It should have been signed at the bottom <laughs> by a law firm, Latham and Watkins. <laughs> Yeah, it, it felt like that. Look, the, of all the crazy things he's done, including what happened at that at his at his restaurant over yeah. the weekend, yeah. the most egregious mistake he made was not traveling back with his team. That is that is shameful. That's a bad look. You're zero and four. Team's struggling. You lost a game, and you're gonna hang out with uh, women at your local bar because you don't want to fly home to. J That's just a bad look. So Pat McAfee who does a fantastic job. He's got his own pot podcast, YouTube, all that stuff. Um, he was trying to explain how this just does not happen in sports. Somebody else he had on been covering for 30 years, been covering the NFL. He's mm -hmm. like, I'm telling you, NFL coaches, they travel with their squads. Like, they go back. That's one of the it's foundational the, things you course. do. I'm the leader. Of course I go back the with my squad. The leader doesn't stay behind to go get wild with some people at your restaurant. That's not what the leader does. Oh, no, it was just another party. There was just, there was <laughs> They're other trying to get me there. out to dance. Dude, it's, can, okay. I told them. I, 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 like, wanna, I told them. I'm not dancing. I, I need to say this. I'm not an idiot, Urban. I know what you're doing. Everybody that saw the video knows what you're doing. That you, They were trying to get you on the dance floor. Just shut up, buddy. Just, we, we, you got caught. You got caught with your hand in the proverbial cookie jar, mm -hmm. right? Just say, you know what? It was an embarrassing moment that I wish people hadn't Can seen. I, I'll do better. You've been talking. You it's, started it's talking about Urban Meyer before the season started. I'm like, why? You know, why has Trav got to think for Urban Meyer? I think now I'm much more on your end than I ever was. <laughs> That's how people end up. All right, Taylor, hit the music. So, 15 years ago today, The Departed came mm. out. So my statement for you guys is, you could do a Boston accent. Alan, fact or cap? Uh, I'm going to go cap, <laughs> but I'm going to still try. But I'm gonna you guys got to see. Alan, Alan was, <laughs> yeah, well, was, I was Here's what happened. I was like, oh, yeah, throw it in, but it was just going to hey, be New Slee, York. Hey, Slee, stop stalling and just go out there and do the stupid accent. What are you waiting for? New York. <laughs> what are you waiting for, Slee? Don't make me send Sully over there to punch you in the face, huh? I can't beat that. Yeah, I can't beat that. Why are you so comfortable doing it? What you waiting for? Come on, Slee. Got the socks. You've never even seen the Departed? The socks, 2-1, Yankees. That's awful. The that's Departed's just, awful. the best mob movie ever, Slee. What are you waiting for? Park the car in Harvard Yard. <laughs> that's all you got to do. That wasn't even a factor cap. Just Trav went right into it. Trav knew well, exactly what he was You were trying doing. to, like, channel, I don't know, Matt Damon from Goodwill Hunting or no, something. I was trying to we're think of, like, We're going to say uh, that it was a fact that Travis can. Yeah, and a cap that I definitely can't. What the hell's going on with that guy? Well, he took it like a slap into the laces, eh? 
You just got to say, ah, the end, and it helps a lot. Do you ever hear that story by Dana White? Tells a story. He's from Boston. Okay. About who's the- What did Dana wh- say? Was it Whitey- What? What's the guy? Whitey Bulger. That's yeah. what it was, right? Whitey Bulger. He said something like he started one of the uh, one of these kind of training facilities. I, I don't know if it was directly just UFC type of combat, but it was you know that type of combat, and that he would have somebody from like that connected crew- having him come in and they wanted him to pay certain type of money. Like, if you don't have our money by tomorrow, and then he moved to Vegas the next day, and that's how he kind of started the whole UFC thing. No Pretty kidding. fascinating story. I almost wanted to ask him that question when we had him on a couple weeks ago. Not bad at all. All right, so, so that's an anniversary, the uh, departed anniversary. Departed. Um, there's another great anniversary with USC football that uh, I don't know if the Trojan fans are going to celebrate it, but I am. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. It's such a mixed bag of feelings that I'm going through. I'm excited. I'm in a good mood today, Al. I don't know if you can tell me, but I'm in a good mood. And I'm excited about the Dodger game. I'm going to see some guys that I like to spend time with. I'm going to have a few beers. I'm going to get to eat some pizza. And then I start thinking about what I'm actually going to be watching on the TV. And my I just, better than I me. just get so tight. It just makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> yes, that. You're much better than I am. You're a lot better than I am. You really are. Because when it comes to, like, Mace, who texted us uh, 10, 15 minutes ago about, oh, my gosh, this is it could all freaking end tonight. <laughs> of like, course this could be it, yes. right? Like, this could be it. I always I always look at these a lot of it also has to do with the fact that when you're expected to do something it's so much different than when you're not expected when you're playing house money right house money you know what my team wasn't even supposed to get this far if it ends tonight of course you don't want it to but you can still kind of find some what a great season mm-hmm. Dodgers if it ended tonight there's so there's many no great things linings. you could talk about about there's 106 no games linings. and it means nothing no there are no silver nothing linings. no there's none you're right the cardinals they let's say they lose tonight right they're on that plane they're bummed out they you know they had a shot and it didn't work but they're, 17 they're, they're, in we a won row. 17 in a row we had a one chance of making the playoffs two months ago and we mm-hmm. made it good on us it feels pretty good no silver linings for the Dodgers. Absolutely none. Like I have, I have three children, but I have two that fall into one category and another one. I'm I'm doing the other one right now because you, when people that have kids will understand this. You have the one kid that no matter what's going on in their life, that everything's fine. They're not going to tell you, hey, you know, you have a black eye and you came home from school crying. Everything okay? Yep, fine, no problem. It's like no, no, what what happened? No, no, I'm fine. 
Well, no, if you tell me what's going to happen, you, you'll feel better. And then there's the other one that nothing happened and they come home in tears and, well, they were mean to me and they're, you know, that, that whole thing. I'm that one right now. I'm the one I just have to get it out because I'll feel better. I think that's what it is. By the time we get to game time, I'm going to feel better. Still think, still think they'll be all right. I'll I be all right tonight. I mostly do too, be all right but you, you just never know. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. You could save big when you bundle your home, auto, motorcycle, RV, or boat. Visit Progressive.com. Okay, so Russell Westbrook has a documentary coming out. I think we have the sound on this, right? We do. Russell Westbrook has a documentary coming out, and yesterday he was asked after practice, uh, what's that documentary, kind of what is explained, how, how can you give us a little bit of a sneak peek? Take a listen. So when I come across people, um, people automatically assume I'm a bad person or I've done something to them, but actually nobody actually really knows me uh, enough to actually say things about me. So this gives you a real overview of kind of who I really am. And I kind of let everybody in, which I haven't never done in, before in the past uh, for that particular reason. But um, that's kind of the, the gist of it. So <laughs> this comes out October 15th. It's going to come out on Showtime. Okay. Uh, I'll definitely be all over this. I have a curiosity. By the way, I have a fascination. There's certain players. You, you talk about this all the time. There's certain players who might be more boring, that might not have much personality, that kind of come up to, come to work, they roll up their sleeves, and they go home. You don't really hear too much about them. Yeah. Russ is a polarizing dude. For sure. You know, when Russell Westbrook is traded to the Los Angeles Lakers, a little bit different than when Glenn Rice came to the Lakers. A little bit different, you know what I mean? Like, sure. A little bit different when some of these other players— Different than when DeAndre Jordan came to the Lakers. Sure, sure. Yeah. So the Russ piece I find fascinating because you have a certain view on Russell Westbrook on the basketball floor. Mm-hmm. You don't know much about him off the basketball floor. I don't know much about him off, off the basketball floor. I love that this documentary will tell a little bit of a piece of it. We'll kind of take him into his family life, a little bit more of his personal life. We'll tell more of a story of who Russell Westbrook is. But for the same reasons why Russell Westbrook might be polarizing in your eyes is why I love him and that I'm looking forward to watching him this year with the Lakers, which, by the way, I hate to be a buzzkill here. No LeBron no Russell Westbrook in this afternoon's game against Phoenix. Carmelo and Anthony Davis are going to go. I find this to be interesting to tell a little bit more story about Russ. No, I find Russell Westbrook really interesting. He's the opposite of what you just described. Like, for instance, Derek Jeter's a great player, but I, I don't really care to know much more about him. You know, I just you weren't that interested in the Tom Brady one no, you were telling me. Not really. Yeah. Not really. I but Russell Westbrook, I, I like that there's an edge there. Right. I, I like that he's like, look, he said it. He goes, you know, no one knows me. Well, that's not our fault. You know what I mean? But I like it that when somebody says, well, nobody knows me. Okay. Well, then you're also the person that when it's, you're more difficult to talk to than other people. It's just definitively true. Um, I like it. I, I'm interested. I will watch this. Now, this, this is not just a Russell Westbrook specific thing. This is, this even goes to the last dance, which I loved. I loved it. The last dance was great TV at a time where we really needed some great TV. But yeah. because Michael Jordan is involved in it, it's going to tell the story a certain way. This is more of that. I, I, I'm I'm always more interested in documentaries. Somebody come, else is telling uh, the from piece. a third party. Yeah. Yeah. From a third party that's saying, okay, here's what this side is, here's what mm-hmm. the other side is, and here's kind of where it probably was. But yeah, I'm all in on Ru- Russell Westbrook. I'm really anxious to see how it fits together when he plays. But as far as being interested in him, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sign me up for that, for okay. sure. Okay, so yesterday also the conversation just naturally was coming up. Coach Vogel was interviewed. Pal Gasol came up. With Russell Westbrook, Pal Gasol came up. Take a listen to this piece. I, I don't think, if, if you look at Russell Westbrook, the way he plays the game, different type of players he would model his game after. Take a listen to one of his favorite players of all time. 
Not very few people know this. Uh, Powell was actually my favorite player growing up. Uh, before, like, uh, Kobe. Uh, because I, I just liked how he played the game. I feel like he played the game right. Yeah, he was a big man, I know. Uh, he played the right way. Uh, he could pass it. He could shoot it. He could score. He did it. He, to me, I just liked how way he played the game. Uh, he also went on to say if he's putting his top three players, look yeah. how random these players are. Okay? It's a good mix. Pau Gasol, yep. who just officially retired yesterday. Kobe Bryant, which Makes sense. almost every player who's playing the game today, that's their Michael Jordan. Especially someone that grew up in L.A. There you go. And uh, the last guy, Rasheed Wallace. Yeah, Kobe. <laughs> but doesn't it make sense? That he's a Rasheed Wallace guy because Rasheed Wallace was another guy too that had Chirpy, a certain attitude, attitude chip on their right? shoulder. He, yep. he was putting a vibe out in the NBA universe like "Do not mess with me." Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook has a "Do not mess with me" vibe. I this is I had a chance to spend like an afternoon with Rasheed Wallace at one mm-hmm. point. Wonderful guy, lovely, mm-hmm. funny, engaging, pleasant. I, I I loved every minute with him. I was surprised that that was the energy that he was putting out, and that's the energy that he gives you individually. Uh, I'm curious to see how the Russ thing plays out, whether it's like that or something else. We still have not got a chance to see Russ, AD, and LeBron together. Hopefully these next couple preseason games we will. Trojan anniversary that Trojan fans went, why'd you bring that up? I'm just like, I'm trying to get off the Dodgers for half a second. We got more Dodger phone calls as well, plus more good stats to give you feeling pretty good about what the Dodgers have coming up this afternoon. All that, Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.